Hey, 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 happy day, Sharon Hornelstrom here. What to do about flotsam and jetsam to supersize and grow your business. Oops. That would be step one. Step two, know what the heck flotsam and jetsam even is. Do you know? I didn't know. This is a really fun one for me today. I'm sharing idioms to be more open-minded, to learn more, and to look at things from a different perspective so that I can do a better job growing and building my business. And I thought, if I'm doing this, why not share it with you? So Flotsam and Jetsam is the one I randomly picked today. And I picked it primarily because I have no, I had no idea until I read the explanation, of course, what Flotsam and Jetsam even are. Um, flotsam and Jetsam, both words date back to the early 1500s when, of course, ships were the main mode of travel. And flotsam is the debris and any stuff floating in the water or that washes ashore after a shipwreck. Jetson was anything thrown overboard and floating in the water to lighten the load of a ship that was in danger of sinking. Um, so it came to mean any trash or debris. By the 19th century, it meant not just anything in the sea, but any debris or trash or clutter in, on land or sea. I think clutter is probably a newer word than either of these, but any trash or debris or unwanted stuff that exists. Well, I wish I'd known about this term when I was moving recently because then maybe I would have cut myself some slack about the flotsam and the jetsam that had collected in my life. Uh, I think people tend to go one way or the other and I, I, I make a lot of excuses for why I am I'm totally a collector probably and I'm a reformed you know borderline hoarder of certain things I collect and love office supplies don't ask me why probably because I've always had my own businesses on the side as well as working in corporate America and I always love to have a well-stocked desk so whenever I need anything it's there at my fingertips I am the same way about my pantry and about cooking I love to cook but I'm one of those cooks that just throws in all the ingredients and then creates things on the fly. Well, I always want to know that whatever I might want to put in something is in my pantry or in my spice cupboard or in my refrigerator so that it's at my fingertips when I want to create something and mix different things together to create something new. I've, I've got that feeling about a lot of areas of my life, which is part of my excuse for being a collector or saver of things. So I think a lot of people fall into one of the two extremes. They're either savers or they're trashers and throwers and minimalists. Uh, I am definitely a saver and collector. Couldn't even pretend that I'm not. My ex-husband is a thrower and trasher and minimalist unless it comes to hunting equipment or fishing equipment or outdoor sporting goods and things and things that are for fun activities. And he saved a lot of those things. <clears throat> I think we each have a, a, a comfort level of how much in different areas of our life that we need to have around us. How many friends do you need to have? How many business associates? How many customers? How many clients? How many? <clears throat> how much money in the bank? How many resources? How much of anything do we want to have on hand? Coming from a manufacturing background, there's inventory levels. There's raw material levels that are the comfort zone so that you can always produce what you need to produce for a given period of time. As a quality professional in corporate America, we are the keepers of documentation and processes and procedures and how things are done and the records of how things were done. And so I was always a saver when it came to lots of information, lots of documents, lots of storage space. One of my last roles in corporate America, the actual owner of the company and I shared a 
drive that only we use because we had so much information on it. <coughs> Him because it was all private and confidential. Me because I had so much I couldn't share with anybody else. We had our own dedicated server. That's a computer server. Just because the amounts of your information. So what does Flotsam and Jetsam have to do with you growing and supersizing your business? Well, it's like anything else. I recommend that at least on an annual basis, if not on a more regular basis, you look at what's going on in your organization and ask yourself if the level of resources or spending or number of customers or processes and procedures that you're using makes sense. Do you have the right levels of inventory? Do you have the right amount of office supplies? Do you have the right vendors and, and uh, processes in place to make sure that you always have a steady stream of what you need to create and serve your customers well? Do you have enough customers coming in? Do you have a comfort level for that? And if not, what is your process for, for attracting more customers to your business? And is are there things in your business that you can jettison, that you can get rid of, that you can slough off, that are no longer providing value or serving your business. Now, you can slough off things, even customers in business, to your competition and feel good about that. As long as you can find someone else that's serving people that you no longer want to serve, that is a good way to, now I don't want to call um, past customers or customers that aren't your ideal clients, flotsam or jetsam, but sometimes we need to do that. We need to ask ourselves, am I serving the right customers? That's probably one of the hardest decisions that you'll ever make in your business. If you don't pick in the first place really, really intentionally who it is that you want to serve and stick to that, sometimes you get customers that are not ideal for you and you need to let them go. So this applies to every aspect of our business. I would love to know if you've ever experienced flotsam and jetsam in your business. Sometimes we need to jettison or slough off or lose a whole division of our business. Um, this can apply to letting people go that aren't a great fit for our business as well. So it's really, it's fun when I find something I've never heard before and I think of all the different ways it can apply to our lives and to our businesses. Love to know what you think about this. I can help you in any way. Hit me up in the comments below. Otherwise, I will be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. Where does it come from? What does it mean? How might it be affecting us? And how can you use it to grow and build your business? Have a great day.